I had to shit in my cooler when I was out there in Seattle. I'm not proud of it, you know. This was before I had found the porter potty. But this particular morning, after the spicy Thai food and the uh, and the whiskey, I knew there was no. I didn't have a plastic bag in that van that was going to be able to contain what was about to blow out of my ass. Who cares if it's your mom? Fuck that bitch. What does she know? Old hag. <laughs> oh boy. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. How are you? What's happening? How was your weekend? Was it good? I hope it was absolutely wonderful. hope it was the best weekend you've had this year so far. How about that for you? Already so early. It's your old pal Joe wishing you richness in life. (laughs) What's going on, people? Ah, shit. Patreon.com slash Utilize Shrooms. You can uh, go over there and support the podcast. If you feel like you would, uh, if that's something you'd like to do, you are more than welcome to do that. So go and uh, and check that out. Uh, also, I got something else in the works right now. Whenever I left Seattle and uh, I spent the, the three months on the road or whatever, I was kind of keeping like a journal uh, or like a blog kind of thing. So I've gone back and have kind of been editing those down. So I'm going to put that out as like a little PDF here in the very near future. I don't know if I'm going to try and, I don't know, get it published or whatever, or just kind of put it out on my own. But uh, be on the lookout for that. Going back and reading it, it was like, oh, I was kind of in, I was definitely in a different place in my life. It's very, very, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. And... I fucking forgot all the stories that I wrote about anyway. I should just be... I realize that's just something you should do every day. I should anyway. If I'm trying to remember shit, I can't remember nothing <laughs> after like two days. So the whole thing with writing the the little journal was... I was doing it the first thing I, when I woke up every day. So everything was very fresh in my mind. And going back, I was like, oh, man, I fucking forgot about all these characters that I met along the way. The old ex-con. What was his name? Mr. Roberts in fucking Phoenix. I forgot about that dude. I forgot about so many people along the way. This old lady in San Francisco who was pissed drunk and falling down on the sidewalk. I forget her fucking name. But anyway, be on the lookout for that. It's... Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of it, so I'm going to try and get it together and make it look nice. It's got a bunch of pictures I took along the way and uh, all sorts of shit, all sorts of wacky tales from the road of my 101 days on the road. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I got going on. What do you have going on, people? How you been? You doing okay? I know we had a rough week last week. <laughs> but I hope you're making it through it, man. I hope you've been all right, you know. Hope you're better than you ever thought you possibly could be. I don't feel that way right now. I'll be real with you. I'm I'm been real anxious the past couple of weeks for whatever reason. So I'm trying to figure out uh, ways to deal with that. And just because it's very, it's just been fucking cold. I maybe I'm being a bitch. Maybe I'm being a bitch. But it's been fucking cold and kind of rainy here in Atlanta. So it's just been trying to get outside has. Uh, not been not been that easy, especially this past week. A little fresh air, a little vitamin D always does you good. 
But fuck, man. Maybe I'm just going stir crazy sitting inside. How are y'all doing? How are y'all hanging with this fucking shit? This winter, nothing to do, nothing going on sort of thing. You making it through? <laughs> I'm certainly trying like hell. Got to do a couple shows last week, so that was fun. Did the one, uh, my, my one Tuesday at Social Fox Brewing. That was a good time. And this other one I did Saturday night. Fuck. Oh, good. I, I thought I forgot the name of it, but I did not. I just remembered. It was a place called Roll Call Theater here in Atlanta. Man, it was fucking dope. If you're around Atlanta, be on the lookout for that show. I'm pretty sure it's a monthly show. They do it one Saturday. Uh, it's in a small little place, like some kind of like art type venue but they got a little space in the back and they do like half capacity whatever but it was fucking fun it's in a little spot in uh, pont city market so in case you're around fucking check it out man it was so much fun it was such a fun fucking show and i only got to do eight minutes and it's like that's just when i'm getting in the groove baby oh it's such a bummer i want to stay up there forever that's how fun the show was as you could just stay up there all fucking night bullshit and having fun with people. Uh, but a great show, a great crowd. Uh, Ty Colgate, I believe is his name, runs it. Good kid, man. Put on a hell of a show. So check it out if you're around there. Or if, you got, if you're around Atlanta, I should say. But uh, people, I don't know. I'm getting shit for <laughs> doing shows, I guess, kind of. From people I don't even know. You know, strangers getting on my fucking case about doing shows like what the fuck man in first grade we were taught this thing our teacher would say m-y-o-b and that meant mind your own business so if you were talking shit about somebody else or you're trying to tattletale shit go hey hey joe m-y-o-b and i think the whole class would then say m-y-o-b to you <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you worried about if I'm doing shows or not? If you're not going to be there. Ugh. Who gives a shit? Mind your fucking business. It ain't got nothing to do with you. You know. Getting called a, a dumbass because I'm doing a show. <laughs> Which maybe I am. But either way, that's none of your business. Whether or not I am a dumbass. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not going to not do a fucking show at this point. I've been doing shows, people. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been doing shows. Not a ton of them, but I've been doing shows all last year. I'm not going to lie to you, people. A lot of outside shows. I've done a lot of inside shows, too. I've done a decent handful of shows this past year. And if you don't like it, fuck off. <laughs> Unless you were at the show. And you just didn't like the show. But if you don't like that people are doing some shows, trying to maintain some kind of sanity in all this madness. And some people were, you know, people were going to the fucking shows too. You don't have to go. No one's making you go. So we're going to do some shows. And you can give fuck if you don't like it. <laughs> uh, people are no fun, man. People are no fun anymore. I get there's a lot of bad shit going on in the world, pandemic, whatever. <laughs> but people got no sense of adventure. You know what I mean? Like, if this is how it's all going to end, like, I'm, I'm riding it out. You know, I'm not getting too crazy. 
I'm not uh, not like that guy that was eating ass in Nashville, you know, publicly eating booty. I'm not doing that. Y'all remember that guy from this past summer? I can't remember his name. But I'm not doing that. I'm doing some shows and talking to some people I haven't seen that I used to see pretty regularly. And now I have no human contact at all. So fuck you. <laughs> Just because you're already a crazy person, don't fucking bring me into your world of having no contact with any human beings or having any kind of fun in my life. You know, I spent eight years busting my ass trying to do fucking comedy. And now you're going to be like, ah, you're a piece of shit if you do a show. Like, okay, well, I'll just be a piece of shit because I ain't going to not do the show. Because it was fucking fun. And I had a great fucking time. And the people there, guess what? They had a great fucking time too. Are we all going to be dead next week? Maybe. We might be. What's it to you? What's it to anybody? <laughs> Mind your fucking business. At least we went out having fun. You know. Whatever. Get your fucking vaccine shot, people. That's what I'm here to tell you. I'm here to make sure... Don't ever leave your house. Don't ever touch anybody you love ever again, unless they have been vaccinated as well. Don't see them, especially if they disagree with you, of course. If you don't see eye to eye <laughs> about societal issues and cultural issues and political issues, don't ever see that motherfucker ever again. Who cares if it's your mom? Fuck that bitch. What does she know? Old hag. <laughs> uh, I love my mom and I love doing comedy shows. So I'm going to keep going and seeing my mom from time to time. And I'm going to keep doing comedy shows, people. What the fuck else are we doing? You know what I mean? Ain't doing a goddamn thing. I'm built for this, too. I'm built for a pandemic. That's the problem. America has gotten so weak. We ain't built for a pandemic, you know. If everybody would have been listening to me for the past, I don't know, six to ten years, I feel like we'd be in a much better situation than we are now, you know. If people were taking notes from my life and implementing them into their life, to have a, not only a stronger immune system, but... Uh, <laughs> a fucking uh, surplus of antibodies as well. <laughs> I'm healthy as fuck, dog. <laughs> you should have been been eating ass, living in vans, and y'all would be fine. You wouldn't have to worry about anything. But you've lived in your safe bubbles. You know, I'm made for this. There, a few of us will survive, and I'll be one of them. And then someone's probably going to beat me over the head with a hammer and take my sandwich or whatever it is. You know how it gets when the world ends. People get hungry, and then some big strong fuck beats you with a fucking hammer in the head because he wants your sandwich. It's just like elementary school, but there's a lot less uh, hope, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'm just rambling, people. I turned off the news after after a few days last week, so I don't know what the fuck's going on with anything. You know, I got nothing, no commentary. I was actually thinking about just because of reading all the little van stories and shit like that, man. 
there was one instance in Seattle when I was living in my van that kind of changed my trajectory <laughs> of life at one point. You know, I had to shit in my cooler when I was out there in Seattle. I'm not proud of it, you know. This was before I had found the porta potty. But uh ate like some spicy Thai food and drank some whiskey and woke up just in the worst, you know, worst possible fucking position to be in. You know, sometimes when like now I wake up before I have to shit. But have you ever waken up just because you had to shit? You know what I mean? Like the shit woke you up. And it was like, if you don't handle this right now, like, we're going to have some serious problems. I'm sure I'm not the only one that that has happened to. Where your belly starts rumbling. And you got a shit. And it wakes you up. Now imagine that situation, but you're in a van. You know. If that happens at home for most people, what's worst case scenario? You know what I mean? You're in bed, you're asleep. You got to shit, you wake up. How many steps do you have to take to get to your bathroom? Six? Dozen maybe? Maybe 30 if you have a hallway. Something like that. Maybe you got to go downstairs, you know. But me... I don't, I have so few options. <laughs> There's either, <laughs> A, I can try and drive to the nearest gas station or coffee shop, which is going to take multiple minutes regardless. So there is a good chance that on my way to the gas station, I would have shit my pants, you know. And the other option I use this a few times. I'm going to be real open and honest with you, people. This is <laughs> after after you learn about this van stuff and the shitting in the cooler, you understand why I ain't worried about no fucking goddamn COVID-19. <laughs> so the first option, <laughs> try and drive somewhere. That may or may not let you in. Because I have been in a situation where I have driven to a gas station uh, just to find out that they don't have uh, a bathroom anyway. Or if they do, they're not going to let me use it. So, the other option has been shitting in a plastic bag. I would keep, you know, from the grocery store or whatever. So sometimes you could shit in a bag. Uh... The, the had a little, <laughs> I'm saying too much, but whatever. I had a little trash can. I actually think it's our bathroom trash can now. <laughs> Still got that trash can. But I had a little trash can in my van, and it's like a little rectangle one. It's not very big, uh, but if you turn it long ways, it would fit my butt perfect as like a seat. So you put the bags in there, and then you can sit on the trash can, and then, you know, it's pretty much a toilet. It's an outhouse. I'm not wasting water that way, you know. We're to, everyone's worried about water shortages and all that, and it's like, hey, man, I was shitting in bags. I didn't, I didn't waste any water. 
people say, what did you do with your pee, Joe? <laughs> I know y'all are thinking, what did you do with your pee? Because <laughs> obviously, if you're taking a shit, you're going to take a piss too. That's how the body works. Can you do one without... I mean, you could pee without taking a shit, but I've never taken a shit and have not peed at the same time. Maybe I'm not... Maybe that's unusual. I don't know. Write to me. Tell me how, how that works for you. Usually just a bottle of some kind. You know, you just kind of pee in the bottle and then you'd shit in the bag or whatever. Not proud of it, you know. But this particular morning, after the spicy Thai food... And the uh, and the whiskey. I knew there was no. I didn't have a plastic bag in that van that was going to be able to contain what was about to blow out of my ass. You understand? <laughs> this is a, a fucking code red on the shit scale. <laughs> so quick thinking, I was like, man, I think I'm just going to have to. I think I'm just going to have to shit in this cooler. There wasn't, I can't remember if I had anything in there or not. If I did, hey, it, I wasn't going to use it afterwards, you know. But so uh, I just kind of just squatted in the cooler and just made a big old mess. Again, not proud of it, but this is something I had to deal with, you know. Part of my life, one of my stories. Everyone wants to share their story. I'm sharing mine. <laughs> By the time I had to shit in a cooler in Seattle because I ate spicy Thai food and had some whiskey. And uh, what did I do with the cooler? Uh, I left it in the van because I had to go to work. (laughs) So I went to work. And then when I came back, uh, I'm pretty sure... The cooler was done. I just found a dumpster and pitched it. I can't remember if I tried to dump out the poop. (laughs) Where? On the side of the road, of course. (laughs) What are you supposed to do with a cooler full of shit, people? Where do you put that sort of thing? No one teaches you that in school. I was on my own out there. You know what I mean? I had to figure these things out for myself. Because there was no handbook. There was no manual. I was never taught that. What do you do if you have a cooler full of shit? If you have it full of food, you hang it in a tree so the bears don't eat it. But if it's full of shit in your van, and I just took it to the dumpster, man. Not proud of it. But it changed. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to take a break from not only... Spicy Thai food, but whiskey as well. And then I became very regular, and I never, I never had to worry about it again, as a matter of fact, my whole time in Seattle. And as I've mentioned on this podcast before, I found the, uh, the, other, the parking haven, if you will, where there was a porter potty and Wi-Fi. So I never had to, I didn't get another cooler until I got on the road. Just because I didn't want, I wanted to make sure that if I ever put myself in that situation again, to where I was going to eat spicy Thai food and whiskey, 
that I would not have a cooler to shit in. You know what I mean? So I didn't give myself an option. But once I got back on the road, you know, a cooler was great. It's good to have. But uh, but became regular as hell. Never had to shit, didn't shit in a bag or a cooler or anything. But that porter potty, and usually just a toilet, became so regular. My body became so on schedule. It knew. Ten thirty, every morning. Ten thirty. We can make it till ten thirty, because I'd be somewhere by ten thirty. You know what I mean? It's fantastic, people. Your body will. Your body's an incredible thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a work of art. You know. It can. It can figure out when it needs to shit, all on its own. That's something people don't talk about. You know. Your body has the power to shit on a regular schedule if you put the effort into making that happen. I know there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast who have diarrhea all the time. I saw it in the stats. So I'm just here for you guys and gals. You know, diarrhea is universal from what I've been finding out. But you can make small changes in your life. To where you don't have diarrhea all the time. Some people just shit. <laughs> what am I talking about? Jesus Christ. <laughs> the story was over a few minutes ago. <laughs> this is what you're getting this Monday, people. I wouldn't be surprised if anybody is going to make it through to the end of this one. After that fucking 15 minutes of shit talk. But it's something that happened. I'm, you know, I'm just bullshitting a little bit, but I didn't. That was a, it's an honest-to-God true story about the whole spicy Thai food and whiskey and the cooler and everything, and it was like, man, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Like, I'm done. This is like something about that was <laughs> something. I can't imagine what it was. It just felt like a real low moment. <laughs> I can't imagine why that moment in particular, felt so goddamn low. <laughs> I think I think it was when I got back to my van after work and then it dawned on me. It was like, oh yeah, I got a cooler full of shit in my van. <laughs> Time to make some, some minor changes in your life, Joseph. You know, you got to have those moments, you think. You have what's, I don't know. You've probably had some low moments in your life, right? Where you just kind of looked at at what the fuck you got yourself into, and you're like, "What? Is, I can't ever, I can't ever get myself in this situation again." You know what I mean? And it had nothing to do with living in the van. It just had to do with the fact that I had to shit and taken such an uncomfortable, made an uncomfortable BM. I'll try and clean up my language at this point. I'll try and make it, you know, friendly for the kids. <laughs> an uncomfortable BM. At fucking 7.30 in the morning in a van. It'll give you some perspective on life. And where you're at. And what you're doing. And where you're going. You know. And then after that. You know. Started. Became very regular. And then booked a three month tour. And then. Haven't been back to Seattle. Since. Since fucking. I think. August. Of 2017. 
It's been almost four goddamn years, people. I need to get back out that way sometime. Maybe. We'll see. Just for some, try and get some yucks in. I miss, I miss the road, people. I miss it a lot. And it's one of my favorite things is just driving around, telling jokes. I don't remember if I told this story or not before, but the fucking when I was in San Antonio, I'm pretty sure I talked about this before, where I bombed in San Antonio for 45 minutes and that lady had a seizure. Have I told that story on this podcast for you? Fucking, for you lifers that keep sticking around, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I have. But either way, fucking going back and reading that story, it's like, oh, there was a lot more going on than just that lady having a seizure. A lot of, you know, a lot of thoughts going through my head. Bomb so bad almost killed the lady. That's all I know. In San Antonio. She had such a bad time. She was like, I'd rather die than listen to you tell one more joke. And I can't blame her. That was a rough night, man. Very rough night. <laughs> Let's get you on your way, people, for the week. I hope we had a little fun today. I know I put out the podcast on Thursday and was like, man, I got I thought getting the TV and the digital antenna would be like a nice thing. But I just can't watch the fucking TV because it drives me crazy. I was trying to watch it. You know, I was trying to participate in the fucking world. And uh, I can't do it. Does that make me autistic? That's an honest question. If I can't handle watching the news <laughs> or <laughs> and participating in the world of like politics and everything, does that make me autistic or something? I don't fucking know. I know when I turn on the TV, some, I fucking lose my goddamn mind. So I just haven't been doing that. So that's why we're talking about the cooler. <laughs> just to let you all know. Anyway, again, I hope it's been, you know, I hope this has been a little bit more fun and silly. I wasn't trying to, you know, get too hyped up about that, that lady telling me, calling me a dumbass for doing shows. But it's like, fuck you, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Don't even know you. You call me a dumbass for doing a show. She goes, what are you doing this weekend? And she goes, I hope it's nothing unless you're stupid. And then it's like, well, I got a show. And then she's like, oh, is it going to be, you know, COVID safe? And I said something like, I'm going to lick the chairs or some shit like that. And it's like, get the fuck out of my face. But I wasn't trying to bring that energy into the podcast today. But I just wanted to share with you the energy that I did not want to bring in. Before we get to the animal clip of the week. <laughs> and then get you on your fucking way. Oh, people. I hope you're doing well. I swear to God I do. All right. Animal video clip of the week, ladies and gentlemen. A good one. Uh, I think I think it's from Nature, Nature's Predators or something like that. On Instagram. There's so many fucking great wild animal instagram accounts it's, i just love it i think it's fantastic who knew honey badgers were such bad motherfuckers did y'all know that did y'all know things don't really fuck with uh with honey badgers too much or they do fuck with them but honey badgers they don't give a shit it's crazy i was the video was like these two honey badgers right and they're surrounded i love lions so much I feel like I, I talk about lions a lot. I love them. Those are my favorite fucking animal. I think they're beautiful and incredible and just like, I don't know, just such an awesome apex predator. Like just a bad motherfucker. I love them. 
But there's like probably eight, nine, ten lions. I think they were younger lions, but surrounding these two honey badgers. And they keep kind of nipping at the honey badgers, and then the honey badgers turn around and start fucking charging at these motherfuckers, running them off. And at one point, one of the lions grabs one of the honey badgers' necks and pins it to the ground, and like honey badger does some fucking off-your-back jujitsu, fucking flips up, and just starts charging at the lion, and the lion backs off. It's like either the lions were young and didn't know exactly how to hunt, or they weren't hungry. Or it's like, I don't know. If you just yell at people and charge at them, even if they are tougher than you, they might get confused. Be a honey badger sometimes, man. We all want to be lions. I get it. We all want to be lions, but some of us are honey badgers. But that doesn't mean you got to walk around your whole life being afraid of lions. Maybe they aren't that tough. They are that tough. Maybe some of them don't know it. You know, maybe they know they're a lion, but they don't know how tough they are. So you can you can just honey badger nut up, you know, scare them lions away from you. Do you get what I'm saying, people? That's a message, a metaphor for life. Because let's be honest, very few of us people are lions. It's probably a lot of honey badgers, a lot of rats, too. <laughs> a lot of fucking rats out there <laughs> but, but probably a lot of honey badgers you know but don't don't ever let those lions fuck with you even if they grab your neck fucking spin around and give them a taste of their own medicine the honey badgers just rambled off they just went on their way they just kept jumping pouncing and hissing at these lions and fucking scared Nine, ten of them off. It's fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Because I don't think those lines knew what they had. It's fucking incredible, people. Check it out sometimes. Ain't nature fascinating? I'm always trying to take lessons from these videos in some way, shape, or form. You know. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you got to be the honey badger in life. <laughs> I think that's what those I think that's what the people at Capitol Hill were doing. I think it was just a bunch of bunch of honey badgers getting all coked up. <laughs> just a bunch of bunch of honey badgers on meth. Trying to take down the lions. Because no one else is taking the lions down, so these honey badgers, they got a bag of meth and they're like, let's go. Let's go take down these lions. And it's like, oh man. But at least they tried. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see the government overthrown? Come on, people. Who doesn't want to see that happen? We love it. <laughs> Aren't we tired of them? Isn't that what everybody talks about all the time? Is how tired they are of the government fucking with them? So why don't we just want them overthrown anyway? I still don't think it's going to happen by a bunch of Walmart employees in a parking lot. I don't think that they're going to be the ones that overthrow the government. It's probably going to be... It's probably going to be some Russian spy, you know. I know we're worried about the fucking uh, the Walmart coup of 2021, but if a coup happens, it's probably going to be Russia or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe Israel, some shit. You know, 
that's what I'm pretty sure that's how that will go down or China, you know, one of these bigger, one of these bigger powerful nations that actually have, uh, some kind of investment in, in overthrowing the American government and having control of it. But, you know, <laughs> Walmart employees, they're fucking crazy, right? They're, they're the ones we got to worry about. <laughs> hey, people, thanks for checking out the podcast, man. I hope you're having a good uh, fucking New Year so far. Doing whatever it is you're doing. If you ain't doing nothing, get your ass up and get the fuck to doing something, man. Keep saying. How are you keeping saying? That's how, what I meant to say. <laughs> how are you keeping saying during the winter? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Have you picked up any new hobbies? I'm trying to get back. I'm playing guitar again a little bit. Learning some Mumford & Son songs. You know? Because I'm trying to get these festival bitches wet. So I'm learning some Mumford & Sons. You know? Trying to get them, them 2011 festival bitches wet. By playing Mumford and Sons. <laughs> anyway, uh, patreon.com slash utilize rooms. Check it out. You can support the podcast over there if you would like to. Uh, also, I'm going to put that uh, little book, PDF, whatever it is together. Be on the lookout for that in the next couple of weeks. I'm excited about that. Uh, other than that, man, that's it. I think I got a show. I do. I got another show this Friday in the uh, in the Atlanta area. I can't remember where. Uh, Red Clay, Red Clay something, Red Clay Theater, some shit like that. Uh, I can't remember, but if you're around Atlanta and you want to come to the show, hit me up, let me know. Uh, I'll, I'll send you the, the details or some shit. I can't remember right now. Red Clay Foundry, I believe that is the name of it. Uh, I don't think it's in Atlanta. I think it's outside of Atlanta. But Red Clay Foundry, if you're around the Atlanta area, come through this Friday the 15th. We'll be telling some jokes and uh, having some fun, man. Other than that, I'm going to let you get the fuck up out of here, man. <laughs> enjoy, the West, yeah, enjoy the rest of your motherfucking week. Let that spiritual dick hang out. And uh, don't let no one tell you shit because no one knows nothing anyway. You know, Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. And I'll catch you all around, man. Later.